Good afternoon, guys. Welcome back to Witness the Fitness Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything related to fitness, health goals, and how to achieve them, uh, including trendy topics, which is today's topic, actually, um, the keto diet. So I talk about this one from personal experiences, plus along with research that I did during the time of the keto diet that I did. I started back in June of 2018 and ended around January of 2019. So for a decent amount of time, I was I was keto. Um, my foods were keto friendly and everything else. But I'm just going to talk about, you know, what keto is for those of you who aren't familiar with it. Um, what worked for me in sustainability, um, where I'm at now, and um, what the difference is and, and was. So, yeah, let's just dive into it. So, the ketogenic diet focuses primarily on consuming a high amount of fats, a decent amount of protein, and a very low amount of carbs. So, um, those are the main uh, macronutrients, or macros for short. Um, These compose every single diet out there, whether it's keto, Atkins, paleo, whatever it is, carnivore diet as well. Um, and your body needs these macronutrients to sustain itself uh, at a cellular level. And when you get into fitness and recovery time from your workouts and so forth, uh, you definitely need these to, to recover and to continue going. Um, so keto diet, um, I was very skeptical at first. My wife's the one who actually introduced it to me. I'd heard of it, but I never really paid attention to it. But when she talked about it, you know, she's like, look into it, please. You know, tell me what you think. I think we should try this together and see what it does for us, see if it works. And so I did. So it didn't make sense to me at first. It it, it talks about, uh, again, consuming a very high amount of fat um, and low amount of, of carbs growing up. I mean, even today you see that, um, fats are bad. They lead to heart, uh, issues and problems, the cancer from being obese and so forth. All these diseases just tied into, to fats in general. Um, well, I didn't know that there was the good fats. I mean, I knew, but I never really paid attention to it. But there's good fats found in other foods. Um, typically, the ones that I ate were the avocados, the almonds, um, chicken thighs instead of the chicken breast, stuff like that. Um, even the eggs. So, yeah, I was real skeptical. Uh, I did some more research, watched documentaries and stuff like that too, and um, I just I was I was certain that if I consumed that much fat every single day, not only would I gain weight, but I would probably clog my arteries and just shorten my lifespan and get a heart attack. So, you know, from from eating all that. Um, It wasn't really junk food, though. It was all food. It was it was avoiding the refined and processed foods, Um, not just, you know, consuming good fats and avoiding the fried food, but eliminating a lot of things like carbs and pastas, the cereals, even the rice. So. These are things that I've eaten before, um, the carbs, and uh, I never lost weight. I, if anything, I put on weight consuming those, but I think just because they, they add up so quickly in terms of, in terms of their calorie intake uh, per serving. So, um, yeah, so we made the switch. Uh, I dropped about 20 to 25 pounds. Uh, the last time I weighed myself, which was about two weeks uh, ago, I weighed 184. When I first started, I was at 205, so... That there is still a 21-pound difference. 
that I've uh, maintained with um, exercise still, regularly exercising every three or four times a week and still uh, eating very well. So I did transition from keto uh, back into introducing carbs into my diet. Um, but before we get into that part or that phase, um, the carbs in the diet, in the keto diet, were very low. So I did try to keep it under 20 a day. Um, there's different apps and websites which told me I could eat up to 50 to 55 per day. Different articles and studies showing that I could consume more right before an exercise or a time where I was going to, to use it all at once, so to speak. So it doesn't really interfere with the ketogenic state and ketosis. Um, but yeah, one thing I did notice, though, being introduced uh, back into them versus when I was on the keto diet is that now it doesn't bother me doesn't affect me at all i don't feel bloated or inflammation nothing like that that other people describe but i think because i'm not consuming some so many refined carbs what i mean by that is like the the regular pastas the box pastas the cereals um a whole bunch of just you know chips i'll allow myself to eat stuff like that but not a whole bunch I try i try to keep it with like the rice the quinoa rice and the carbs within the vegetables as well. So um, during keto, when I kept those carbs very low, I, I did notice at first there was that, that keto flu where I felt nauseous. And then once I got into it, I did feel like an adjustment phase of like two weeks where I would hit the gym and I just felt completely drained afterwards. Like I felt the shortage in the carbs, but I just, you know, tough, toughed it out and it stuck stuck with it. Um, aside from that... Um, there was the weight loss, of course. For me, personally, I've had more clarity in terms of thought. Um, it did help me lose weight because there was that calorie deficit. I was introduced into the intermittent fasting. So from 7 p.m. until 12 p.m. or 1 p.m. the next day, I wouldn't eat anything other than my coffee um, in the morning. Uh, I did notice as well, though, before doing the keto diet, I never would have thought that I could do an intermittent fasting period of that long and not be starving to death. So before I did it, I would eat about three meals a day plus a dessert or snack or something else in between or at the end of the meals. Um, and I would be starving by the next meal. I mean, my body was ready to fucking eat. I think it was also because I had more sugars plus the carbs, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. And uh, so when I made the switch, I stayed full longer. I ate better. I had better clarity and thoughts. And by the time I got to lunch or dinner, I wasn't starving. I just knew I was hungry and it was time to eat. Does that make sense? There's days when you're just starving and that's all you think about, whether you're at work or in school or what have you. And it's almost a distraction for that last hour and a half to the last five minutes. You're just thinking about what you're going to eat. With the intermittent fasting on keto, I was able to focus on what I needed to do at work and in my personal life, at the gym, whatever it was. I wasn't just thinking about food. The other thing that I noticed is that before doing keto, I did have my sugars and stuff like that in my coffee. At the end of the day, typically between 5 and 6, I would have a crash. And I mean a bad one. I'd be driving from work to the uh, to pick up my kids at daycare. And I had a terrible just crash. I mean, I felt like I could fall asleep at the wheel. 
And that's bad, obviously, because I'm driving. There's other people around me, but that was just the reality of how much um, of a toll the sugars and the refined carbs have on on, on me personally. Um, it can be different for others. So on the keto diet, I didn't have that crash. I didn't have that that sensation of just being drained at the end of the day. Well, not even the end, just after work. Um, so I didn't want to go to the gym much less. I just had to stay disciplined working out at home or at the gym. Um, but it was it was tougher at times because of that. Um, another thing uh, on the keto diet was that we did have to get creative in terms of um, our desserts and stuff like that. So we did have that leeway, so to speak, with our treat meals. But it was still keto friendly, which was pretty cool. Um, I was introduced to different supplements as well. My favorite in particular was the collagen. I felt I needed it for my joint health, specifically my shoulders, just because I'm older and I feel I have weaker shoulders. Um, not sure if they necessarily, the collagen necessarily helped me out or, or not, but I have stronger shoulders now a year and I've also exercising, eating better, being a lot lighter, sleeping better as well. Um, so I think it's kind of um, a result of everything that I did, not just the keto diet and taking the collagen, if that makes any sense. Um, so now I'm about two to three months in of being out of the keto diet, which means I'm allowing myself to eat some carbs. Um, and I don't have the crash. I don't feel fat or the inflammation of the carbs or some people describing you know too many carbs that the next day they feel like they're like almost hung over and stuff i think that's more from the sugars in the foods but i don't feel that my stomach doesn't feel all crazy or nothing like that um i'm still sleeping the same still working out drinking water still trying to incorporate veggies into my foods it's just now that I'm introducing, again, the the fruits into the foods because they were higher in carbs, so I didn't have them before. So now I'm having more of those, like bananas, for example. Um, I am having carbs such as rice and even some pasta, but still having, like, the fatty parts of, like, the chicken or the beef, whatever it is. Um, when I have breakfast, I have the eggs and the bacon, stuff like that. Um, but I don't feel any different in terms of the diet, or the energy phase or the clarity now. I feel like it's more consistent with just who I am now. I still go to the gym three or four times a week. So it does help balance out that intake. Um, I haven't gained weight or lost more weight due to the diet, the keto diet or being out of it. Uh, for me personally, I have put on about three pounds. But I've been going to the gym now for uh, consistently for over a year. So it could just be from that. Um, again, I don't feel that being out of the keto diet has had a negative impact on my fitness goals or, or my body um, in general. So, yeah, so I know it's still one of those trendy things. You see a lot of keto products now in the stores, even at Walmart. They got the keto protein supplements you'll see there. Uh, Coca-Cola has one of their, their keto keto attempts uh, of being a keto-friendly product. It's a, I think it has Truvia or it has stevia and sugar in it versus just having sugar in in the soda. Um, there's a lot of desserts as well that are keto friendly. Um, so it's pretty cool just to see that it's, you know, of course, trendy, but also kind of still around after being 
and heard of it for being in it for over six months and having heard of it for almost a year longer um yeah it's still around i don't think it's going anywhere for some time uh because of its benefits the health benefits in terms of weight um and and for me and another one was the um my blood pressure stabilized my cholesterol levels both good and bad are better now than when i was not on the keto diet when i was consuming the carbs it could have been that i had way too much sugar before and i wasn't eating right um, or exercising enough Um, but again for me personally going through those tests with my doctor now having been in keto for that long it definitely helped me out with the um with my health so maybe it'll do the same for you maybe it won't i've heard of others who've had similar results in terms of their blood pressure stabilizing cholesterol levels stabilizing as well people have been removed from medication stuff like that so that's something really cool and interesting to look into and see if it works for you in that way if you do attempt to try it i highly encourage you to speak to your doctor first especially if you have any medical conditions i am not a doctor or a physician so that's just my uh, my warning uh about the keto diet or any diet and, and and exercise before you start talk to your doctor first uh but yeah that's it for today guys thank you for listening have have a great day stay blessed